Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Reflections. In this episode, we talk about the meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? We all have questions regarding our origins, our present and our future. Is there a purpose in this life? Where and how do we find it? In this episode, we go back in history to review how people understood life and its meaning. What were the basis of their understanding? How should we understand life? Is there someone with answers? To delve deeper into this, I sat down with Pastor William Opondankwa. William is a friend and a brother. He is currently a graduate student at Andrews University's Theological Seminary in America. He loves God and he loves to study his word. William, welcome to Reflections. Thank you, Sami, and thank you for having me. Going straight into the subject, I asked William to help us navigate this concept from the history of the Greco-Roman era. How did they understand the meaning of life? What was the foundation of their explanation? This is what he said. We have great philosophers who've tried to come out with some ideas to explain why we are even in this world. I'll start with... Uh, one group called the Serenades. Uh, this idea was propounded by Aristobulus around 400 BC. And for him, the real goal in life is to seek pleasure. Think only about the present. Try to make yourself happy and that's it. Aside this group, we have another one called Mohism. And this one was developed in China by a man by name Modi. And for him, life is meaningful when every person shows the same amount of care and attention to every other person. So if you are to show the same amount of care to those around you, your neighbors, that makes life meaningful. We also have what we refer to as the cynics. For them to be happy, each person should form their own thoughts about right and wrong. So if you decide what is right and wrong, then you'll be happy. That is their view of happiness. And we have the great scientist by name Albert Einstein. And he told his son Edward that the highest stage of consciousness is the highest, is the highest ideal. And that the ability of humanity to think and create something from nothing is the greatest thing. So for him, life is meaningful. If you are able to invent something, that gives meaning to life. That was Einstein. And we have what we refer to as nihilism. For them, there is no such thing as value or knowledge. And there is no point whatsoever to a person's existence. This is getting interesting and there is even more to come. What is interesting though is how happiness is tied in all this. Everyone who is trying to think about the meaning of life ends up talking about happiness. Think about it. William goes ahead to talk about stoicism. It was the most important philosophy during the first century AD. 
during the time of the Greco-Roman world, most of the populace aligned to this philosophical thought that was developed by Zeno. And he was a student of Kratos. Zeno was a man who was highly respected in his time. Go back then in Athens, they respected him that they gave him the, the keys to the city walls. And they saw him to be uh, someone who held on to high virtues. Uh, Zeno, who brought about this idea of stoic, uh, stoicism, for him, he believes that the universe is in order. And the problem we find here is a problem that can be solved with logic or reasoning. So for stories, we come to knowledge through the process of reasoning. That's where we come to knowledge to uh, get to understand why we are in this world and why the mess we find ourselves in. And you could correct the mess you find yourself in when you use reasoning. That solves everything. And that was uh, the stories. I'm talking, we're talking more on the stories because during the time when Jesus came, during the time of Paul, the apostles and those around the populace held on to stoicism. That was the common idea that most people knew and accepted. So stories, again, rejected any form of emotion. For them, you are not to look at the world and be dwelling on emotion. So for them, there's nothing like emotion. Think, use your reasoning and things will be well with you. So they saw emotion to be an exaggerated impulse. That was emotion to them. So emotion was out of the picture. And you don't even have to pray to any God. You pray to yourself because they believed in a form of pantheism. That everything you see is God. And there is something living in the things we see which they refer to as the Logos. So with the Logos in, in man or, or in humans, you don't need to pray to any other high God or God. You don't have to dwell on emotion. You pray to yourself. Think within yourself and try to come out with solution. You're reasoning out of stuff and you'll be good. That was the idea. So for them again, they saw happiness as the goal of life and emphasize humans living a virtuous life, which they argue to be a life in harmony with nature. So they see that you have to reason out things and live accordingly, live with, with nature. You should not do things which is against nature. That, so you use your reason to, to try to find solution and you work within nature. That will make you happy. And that is what makes life, uh, makes sense to life. So life is in agreement with nature. And that is why we are here on earth. So try to work with nature and you'll be good. So that's a bit uh, about stoicism. And for them, right and wrong are determined through reason, as I made mention of. So use your reason and you'll be good. It is fascinating that the fundamental principles of stoicism still leaves today. Most people believe that they can find meaning, they can find happiness within themselves and nothing outside of themselves can offer this. Hmm. We move on to what Christianity brought and most importantly, what the Bible has to say on this subject. William talks about a man named Pelagius and then introduces the idea of sin. And with the rise of Christianity and the rise of the Bishop of, of Rome, there was this great man by name Pelagius. He was a monk from England. Getting to Rome, he saw how uh, these Romans were sinning. They're saying, you are Christians and you are sinning that much. 
And Pelagio said, you know, you are sinning and you could change your way of life and decide to live well. It depends on you. This comes in with the idea of sin. He came in and he defined sin as an action, which we go about doing it. So if you decide to change your actions, you'll be good. And that makes sense. Christianity came in with the idea that, you know, God created a perfect world and sin came into our world. And that's why we are in this mess. And God made a provision to correct that sin. So this is the idea of Christianity, trying to see that there was a perfect world and sin was the major thing. So Christianity have tried, trying to use the idea of sin to explain life, the meaning of life. And they come to the idea that man was given a freedom of choice and man sinned. So they use the idea of sin to explain the life and why we, we are in this mess and why Jesus Christ makes sense. Hmm, indeed. Jesus does make sense. Over the years, the ideas that people have come up with in attempts to explain the meaning of life has always been a build-up on the previous one. And comparing with the Augustinians and the rest, you would find that they built up on the ones that were there previously and they added theirs. So we went further to evaluate what the understanding is today dwelling more on the biblical perspectives from the perspective of the bible humans we cannot change our state there is this propensity in us to sin after the fall of adam and eve we cannot change our state so jeremiah said if the ethiopian can change his skin color or the leopard Sports, then we can also do it. Looking at the Bible, you could see clearly the Bible defines sin as a condition. Again, Paul uh, reiterates the same point in Romans chapter 3, verse 23. All have said, No one in his own strength can undo the sin problem as something that we've all fallen into it. So, from the Bible and looking at this text, and also we can look at Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9, it reads, The heart is deceitful above everything and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It defines that the heart of man in itself is evil. So, looking at the Bible and these three verses we, we've just read, it makes it so clear that the same problem is not something we, we could say is just an action that you could just undo it. Looking at it, it's, it's, it also makes it so clear that the sin problem is not just a weakness. It's not just a weakness that we can start to initiate it. It's a condition. It's something we are born into it. We cannot change ourselves. We cannot change our sport. So we need something outside of us to undo this sin problem. And if we are able to solve this sin problem, life becomes meaningful. And that is the Christian idea and understanding. Life without Jesus Christ is meaningless. Life with Jesus Christ is meaningful. We get to understand why things are going the way they are going if we have Jesus Christ in our lives. I like the point William made. Jesus makes life meaningful and without him, there is no life at all. The creation account in the book of Genesis tells us that God created a perfect world. Sin then came into the picture. This brought separation between man and God. Jesus on Calvary breached that gap 
so that we will be directly connected to God. God is a creator. He knows why he created. And so for us to find purpose in our lives as creatures, we need to link in with him to understand more. And so to find meaning means that you need to be connected with Jesus. For without him, there is no meaning. Wow. Summing everything up, William quoted John chapter 17. In John chapter 17, verse 3, this is what Jesus said. He said, and this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. So life makes sense if we get to know God, know Jesus. That gives meaning to life. Knowing Jesus gives meaning to life. Wow, this has been an amazing episode. I've really enjoyed every second of it. This has been Reflections. Thoughts to provoke your mind.